This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 888 888- Three two four zero five eight nine, or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Though it's one of the most important parts of a person's financial life, some people avoid dealing with their legacy plan because it means spending some time thinking about what will happen with your estate when you die. Admittedly, nobody likes to think about dying, but why not look at it through a different lens? If you build your legacy plan prior to retirement or shortly after when you're healthy, you will have taken a huge project off of your plate. Moving forward from there, You need to only adjust your legacy plan as your life circumstances change. During our show today, we're going to chat about some of the most common legacy planning mistakes and more importantly, what you can do to avoid them. A Kiplinger article, 10 Common Estate Planning Mistakes and How to Avoid Them, struck me with how well it presents some really critical information and I thought it would be smart to share it with our listeners. The first and foremost, the article boils the legacy planning process down to one simple idea. It's about taking control of your financial situation before something unexpected pops up and takes control away from you. The first legacy planning mistake you should be aware of and to avoid not having a real plan And it's about as simple as that. Note that I say it a real plan, not just a plan. That's because some people have the beginning of a plan jotted down somewhere or ideas for a plan squirreled away in their brain. But that's not going to cut it because here's the deal. If you don't have a will or trust buttoned up, Your state's succession laws and the probate process may get to call the shots about where your assets end up. Do you want to call the shots or do you want lawyers and judges to call the shots? Work closely with a financial services professional and an attorney to build a legacy plan that respects your wishes. Not properly updating your legacy plan as your circumstances change is the next frequent mistake that you should avoid. That is a critical part of a person's financial journey that I make a point to emphasize again and again with my clients. A legacy plan is definitely not a a set it and forget it type of thing. You need to be proactive with it. If you move to a new state, 
you need to work with a financial services professional to see if your new state's laws may necessitate some adjustments. If you have a new child or your spouse dies, you may want to quickly change your beneficiary designations. Another note here, when major federal legislation is signed into law that may change your tax status or other parts of your financial life, you should discuss possible legacy planned adjustments with your financial services professional. Not adequately preparing for disability and long-term care is the next common legacy planning era. And after all, as Kiplinger explains, roughly 70% of 65-year-olds will eventually need some type of long-term care services. And as the article further explains, a private nursing home room currently runs about hundred grand a year, and a home health aide will run you in the ballpark of $50,000 a year. Long-term care is perhaps the biggest unfunded retirement risk retirees and near retirees face. If you're still working, discuss disability planning with your financial services professional so that you can be sure that you have a solid amount of short-term and long-term disability insurance. Then, as you move toward retirement, you should begin focusing on long-term care planning, how you will pay for it, and how you will receive it. Remember, as you consider disability and long-term care insurance, the longer you wait, the more you will potentially pay. Essentially, every year you wait, the higher the price you'll eventually pay will be. The next common legacy planning mistake you'll want to avoid is not adequately preparing for your estate's potential tax liability. The article notes, that at the federal level, estate taxes are something of a rich person's problem, but it's potentially a different story at the state level, which makes working with a financial services professional essential. Additionally, several states have inheritance and state estate taxes. Make sure you understand what your estate may be facing in your home state. The next common mistake is incorrectly listing asset ownership. Within this category, a frequent mistake is not jointly owning property with your spouse. Of course, there are certain circumstances when it will make sense for spouses to separately own property. However, when spouses own property together, it builds creditor protections and makes transferring property easier upon the first spouse's death. Another example of improper ownership of assets is a business owner inadvertently titling a business property in their own name, or when retirement accounts are placed into a trust when the goal is to actually keep them outside of the trust. In other cases, some people think that they're outsmarting the system by deeding real estate property to their kids or selling the property for a dollar. In reality, transactions like these are actually considered completed gifts, which could potentially create a gift tax liability or at least a requirement to file a gift tax return with our friends, the IRS. 
the bottom line is that not giving asset ownership the proper attention or incorrectly executing it may cause headaches with regard to estate and end-of-life planning. The next common legacy planning mistake is a lack of liquidity. While many of us realize that asset liquidity while we are alive is important, it's just as important after we're gone. In fact, it may be even more important after we're gone. If your estate needs to be divided among multiple kids, a surviving spouse, or other heirs, it must be a solid amount of liquidity. The article explains that life insurance may be something you would want to discuss with your financial services professional because it may create liquidity, divide wealth, and pay off debt. For a business owner, liquidity helps make sure that your heirs have the cash they need to begin operating your business immediately after you pass away. Additionally, if you have a buy-sell agreement or other strategy for transferring your business built into your legacy plan, liquidity is absolutely essential. Without sufficient liquidity, the buy-sell agreement may not be able to move forward. To me, if this scenario may apply to your situation, you need to sit down with your financial services professional who can help you figure out how much liquidity you need and how to create it. The next frequent legacy planning mistake is not adequately addressing the potential impact of income taxes on your beneficiaries. Some assets may come with unintended income tax consequences for your beneficiaries. While many probably know IRAs and 401ks have required minimum distributions or RMDs, that kicks in at 72 in most cases. Fewer people likely know inherited accounts may have RMDs as well. A 401k or IRA inherited by an adult child that's subject to RMDs may significantly change that child's tax status. Money will need to come out of the accounts annually, and in many cases, with traditional IRAs and 401ks, the entire distribution is subject to taxes. The RMD is taxed as ordinary income, which means it will end up in the same pile as the heir's personal earnings. If the original account owner converts to a Roth while they're alive, it's possible their beneficiaries may be able to avoid taxes when they make their withdrawals because Roth distributions are often non-taxable. Remember, you have to pay taxes when you convert a traditional IRA into a Roth IRA, but after that, you may be able to enjoy tax-free growth. If your heirs are in a higher tax bracket than you, it may make sense to do a conversion with the help of a financial services professional. Plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. 
And until next week, this is Gerald G. Ginwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit them online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.